Dear God, when we think about how amazing you are and the vastness of all you have created, we are truly in awe of it all. By the vastness of the universe that you have created and the amazing love that you have shown to us, we really do find ourselves wondering who are, wondering who are we, that you would love us so much. We truly are amazed at who you are, and so we want to begin by saying thank you. We are also amazed at how easily we can forget this at times and become distracted by other things that lead us to doubt your love. So not only do we want to say thank you, we also want to say that we are sorry for not being faithful and for the problems that can cause. But we are especially grateful this morning that you are a God who is faithful in, in your promises to us. Your love for us is so great and because of that, and, and because of that, we know that you welcome us into your presence as your children. As we continue in worship this morning, listening to the message, messages that are shared, help us to respond by loving you more and loving others more as well. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Hmm. I wonder what kind of stuff this new baby is gonna need. Baby clothes? Well, that's kind of interesting. Uh, don't tell me you're expecting a new brother or sister in your family. <laughs> hey, Caleb and Angel, and no, Lyle's already too much work. <laughs> so why are the baby stuff then? Well, I'm just kind of looking for ideas. It's from my brother and I. It's been in storage a pretty long time now. Oh, so you're just cleaning out stuff? No, it's more like I'm looking for um, ideas. Are you doing a report on babies or something for school? No, actually it's for my neighbors. They've just moved in next door and they're having a baby. Oh wow, I bet they're really excited. They are, but there's also a lot to be stressed about. The soon dad-to-be just got hurt, and even though he's going to be okay, it's going to be about six more months before he can go back to work again. That's too bad. Yeah, and if that's not bad enough, the new mom just got laid off from her job. And it's hard to find a new one when you're just a few months from having a baby. Yeah, that sounds really hard. Yeah, and to top it all off, they don't have any other family nearby. And since they're new, no one really knows them. They're pretty much on their own. It's probably hard just to make ends meet, not to mention all the extra stuff you're going to need with a new baby on the way. Yeah, so you're going to see if you have any baby stuff to give to them? Well, no. Like I said, I'm looking for something really meaningful or special to give to a baby coming into the new world. Hey, check this out. How to select the perfect name for your baby? Exactly. What could be a better gift than this? Really, Caleb? A book? No, a name. Well, I guess they don't cost much, and they do last for a whole life. Except I think the parents usually give those... The... Not that it matters, since no one seems to remember names anyways. Oh, hey, Jaden and Elijah. Oh, no. Well, what's wrong? I just remembered. I just remembered. We were supposed to have met our parents about 10 minutes ago and we're late. I bet they're thinking of special names for us right now. Oh. Yeah, we better get going. Uh, Bye, okay. guys. Bye. Good luck. See ya. So, wait. What was this name trouble you're having? I think Jane just feels a bit confused. 
Wait, so what are you confused about? It's not me that's confused. It's that one of my teachers keeps confusing me. <gasps> my teachers always confuse me. Don't worry, I can um, relate. No. Oh. What I'm trying to say is that this one teacher keeps confusing me with my older sister. Oh. Yeah, the teacher keeps calling Jaden Jordan. Oh, okay. I could see how that could get a bit annoying. Yeah, I mean, I know he doesn't do it on purpose, but because he got so used to having my sister in classes before he got to know me, I guess it's just a habit, but I'm not my sister. Mm. Yeah, I guess it is kind of nice to know that people see you as Jaden, and not just someone else's sister. Exactly. I want people to see the real me, not just some impression they have in their heads. Mm. Wow, I guess our names are kind of important. <laughs> yeah. In fact, in the Bible, names were a really big deal. Really? Yeah, Madison and Jordan were just talking about it with me. They're working on a class project that's all about names in the Bible and why names and naming are so important. So what have they come up with so far? Well, one of the first things they were telling me was that according to Genesis, one of the very first things that ever happened had to do with names and naming. Really? How's that? Well, let's see. Ah, here it is. Here's one of my old Bibles. And let's turn to Genesis 2, right after God created Adam in verse 18. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper who is right for him. From the ground, God formed every wild animal and every bird in the sky. He brought them to the man so the man could name them. Whatever the man called each living thing, that became its name. The man gave names to all the tame birds, to the wild animals, and all the tame animals. Oh, so Adam saw what they were like and gave each animal its own unique name? Yeah, but that's not all. Let's keep reading in verse um, 20. But Adam did not find someone who was right for him. So the Lord God caused the man to sleep very deeply. While he was asleep... God took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the skin at the place where he took the rib. And from the rib, the Lord God made a woman. Then the Lord brought her to the man. And the man said, Now this is someone who is just like me. Her bones came from my bones. Her body came from my body. So I will call her woman because she was taken out of man. Wow, her name meant that she was someone just like him. In fact, they were a part of each other. Exactly. And that's just one of the reasons why giving names and getting names can be so important. At least in the Bible, names say something important about the person, and they tell about who they are. Oh, you mean names are not just some nice-sounding label, but something that says who we are? <laughs> yeah. Now, wouldn't it be cool if we could give the baby a name like that? Something that's what's about deep down inside? Now, that'd be a pretty awesome gift if you ask me. Wow. <laughs> wow. There is way more to this whole name thing than I thought. <laughs> yeah. And that's just the beginning of what Madison and Jordan were talking about. So what else do they say? Well, I wish I knew. Unfortunately, they left, and they said they meet me here. I don't see them, so maybe we should go find them. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's go. So, I wonder where Amalia went. Yeah, wasn't she supposed to meet us here? Yeah. 
Well, she'll probably be along in a few minutes. We can just wait for her here, I guess. Sounds good. Hey, look at all this stuff. This is so cool. Wow, it's a lot of baby clothes and mm -hmm. stuff. Hey, check this out. Oh, it's a book on name and what, names and what they mean. You know, we can use this as part of our Bible project. Speaking of which, we should probably work on that while we wait. It's going to be due really soon, and we still have a lot of work to do. True. Okay. So, let's think about what we have so far. All right. Let's see. We have the part that we were telling Amalia about, mm -hmm. where Adam named all the animals of the earth. Mm -hmm. And then, how after that, he needed someone like himself. Someone who he could really talk to and share his life with. Mm -hmm. So, God took one of his ribs and created a companion for him, whom he named Woman, which... Even though she was unique in her own ways, she is still a real human being, just like him. Yeah, which is exactly what woman means. That she's made of the same stuff as he is. Bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. Which is kind of a play on words. Is that supposed to be a joke? I don't think I want my name to be a joke. Um, not a joke, really. But the words actually mean something. It's the same with Adam's name. Really? How so? Well, when I was looking it up, I found that the word Adam actually comes from the word Adama, which means red earth. So just like how woman is taken out of man, Adam is taken out of Adama, or the earth. Oh, so like it says in Genesis 2-7, God created Adam out of the dust of the earth. Adam out of Adama. It's like his name tells you something about him. Yeah, you know, in the Bible, names are actually like that. In Genesis 3.20, I believe. Um, let me see if I can find it. Oh, yeah, here it is. It says that this first woman got another new name, too. Look at mm -hmm. what it says. Adam named his wife Eve because she would become the mother of all the living. And so... I also did some more research and found that the word chawa, which we translate as Eve mm -hmm. in English, means something like to breathe life. So Eve actually means one who brings life into the world, kind of like the mother of all living. Wow. Eve is not just a beautiful name in how it sounds, but in what it means too. Yeah, exactly. Names are not just labels that we throw around to people. They say something about who we really are. So I guess we kind of are our names. Yeah, which brings up something else I noticed. What's that? Well, sometimes when people change, so do their names. Okay, but wouldn't that get really confusing? Um, I guess it could, but take this for an example. Okay. Remember when God changed Abram's name to Abraham? That was right after he was promised to be the father of many nations and was going to be blessed because of it. It's in Genesis 17.5, I think. All right. Oh, yeah, here it is. Okay, it says, No longer shall your name be called Abram, which means honored father, but your name will be Abraham, for I will make you the father of many nations. <laughs> oh, look at verse 15. It says... And as for Sarai, your wife, and look at the note, it says Sarai means something like a family princess. Mm -hmm. 
You shall call her not Sarai, but Sarah shall be your name. Which means like a princess for all the families of the earth. Oh, so then names not only tell us who we really are, but they also tell us who God is inviting us to be. This is <laughs> kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, do you remember what Sarah did when the angel said she was going to have a baby? Oh, yeah. She laughed, didn't she? Yes. And when they had a baby, what did they name him? Isaac. Oh, I get it. It's because mm-hmm. Isaac means laughter. Exactly. Oh. And think of all the other names in the Bible that gets changed. Yeah. Like Jacob, whose name meant something like dishonest, who changed to Israel, which means one who hangs on to God and is blessed. Or in the New Testament, when Saul started going by Paul. Oh, yeah. And that was right after that God told him he was not just God of the Jews, but also God of the Gentiles. So then he changed his name from a more Jewish one, which made people feel really excluded, to a more Gentile one, so he could feel more included. Right. But what about the, other, the names in the Bibles that get changed in bad ways? Like Naomi, for example. Mm. She was going through a really hard time, and... By the way, Naomi means beautiful. Okay. Yeah. And then? And then she told people they should call her Mara, which means bitterness. Hmm. Well, then maybe names can also be about changes that aren't so good. So I guess the names that we give others or even ourselves really does make a difference for better or for worse. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like what the children's story was talking about. We need to be careful on how we name ourselves or others because what we say about who people really are can make a huge difference. So, I guess the old nursery rhyme's wrong after all, huh? What nursery rhyme? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but names, well, maybe they can really hurt someone. Yeah. In fact, I think some people have, like, more than one name to deal with, too. Like, when Jesus asked the demon-possessed man what his name was, mm-hmm. and he said he had too many names. Oh, yeah. Some people have a lot of bad names that they want to be freed from and should be freed from. But, you know, the good news is that when we get named in good ways, that can also make a huge difference. <sighs> yeah... And it's not the, only the names that we get or give to others, mm-hmm. but what about God's names? Oh, yeah. God also has a bunch of names, too, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, of course, there's his basic name, God. And when Moses asked what God's name was, he said, I am the God who just is all the time and everywhere. Oh, yeah. And then there's also Yahweh, the God who makes and keeps his promises to us. Which, by the way, when you're reading the Bible and when you see the, the word Lord in all capital letters, they're actually referring to Yahweh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's El Shaddai. And Elohim. And a whole bunch of others, too. Yeah. But my most favorite one of all is the one that Mary was told to give her baby boy. Oh, yeah. The angel told mm-hmm. her... To that she shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people. I guess that's what Jesus means, huh? Yeah. And remember that text about Jesus being born? It's in mm. Isaiah 9, 6. Okay. Let me find it. 
Isaiah 9, 6. Listen to this. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. If you ask me, those are some pretty impressive names. Yeah, and they all tell us something really amazing about who God really is. Yeah, just like how our names are supposed to be all about who we really are, too. And I guess that's why it hurts, like, really hurts Mm -hmm. so much when people give names to God that isn't really who God is. Yeah. You know, I had no idea that when we started working on this project that there would be just so much to learn on names. Yeah. Maybe Malia can help us put this all together. Yeah, maybe. Speaking of which, where is she? I thought she was supposed to meet us here. She was. Well, let's go see if her car is here. All right, sounds good. we have been Every single day of your life I'm the whisper inside that won't let you forget Hello, my name is Defeat I'm sure you recognize me Just when you think you can win I'll drag you right back down again Till you've lost all belief Well these are the voices And these are the lies And I have believed them For the very last time Hello my name is Child of the one true King I've been saved, I've been changed, I have been set free. Amazing grace is the song I sing. Hello, my name is Child of the One True King. I am no longer defined. By all the wreckage behind The one who makes all things new Has proven it's true Just take a look at my life Hello, my name is Child of the one true King I've been saved, I've been changed I have been set free Amazing grace is the song I sing Hello, my name is Child of the One True King What love the Father has lavished On us that we should be called His children I am a child of the One True King What love 
the Father has lavished on us that we should be called His children. Hello, my name is child of the one true King. I've been saved, I've been changed, I have been set free. Amazing grace is the song I sing. Hello, my name is child of the one true King. I am a child, am a child of the one true King. Madison and Jordan could be. Ah, so there you are. Jordan and I have been looking all over for you. We? I don't see Jordan. Well, Jordan had to go get something from the store, so she went to go take care of that. Ah, man, we must have just missed you. We were looking for you, too. We? I only see one of you. Well, I was with the whole group, and we were trying to find you. But then the sweet aroma of burritos and tacos kind of, you know. So we all were hungry, so we figured if I found you, we could all head over to Taco Bell. Sounds good. Haven't had lunch yet. Yeah. Huh. Looks like someone's been looking through my box. Yep. That was Jordan and I. Lots of cool baby stuff in here. Hmm. But... We were mostly looking at the book on names and your old children's Bible. Oh, yeah, we were looking at that, too. My new neighbors have a baby on the way. And so we were talking about names and sort of like you were saying, Mm -hmm. how names are not just labels we put on people, but they say something important about them. Yeah, sounds a lot like what Jordan and I have been talking about. Yeah, I was talking about that and the whole Adam and Eve thing, you know? Mm -hmm. How one of the first names Adam gave Eve was the name woman, which meant she was someone just like him, you know? Yeah. Bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh, um, someone he could relate to. Yeah, it's a great story, isn't it? But it's only the beginning. Well, what else did you find? Well, sometimes we found that when God put a change in someone's life, their name changed too. Oh, okay. So you mean because if our names are about who we are, then when we change, our names change. Yeah, kind of like when God changed Abram's name to Abraham or Jacob to Israel. When they experience a change, he put their new name so that they can experience the change and celebrate it. Oh, okay. So it was like God was saying, no matter how things might look or feel, this is who you are now. Sort of like, here's your new name, and this is the new you. Yeah, something like that. Huh. Wow. Giving or getting a name can be a really powerful thing. Um, unless, of course. Unless? Unless someone does something that isn't meant to encourage but instead breaks or tears them down. Yeah, in fact, I think some people name themselves that way too. Or they think God's naming them that way. Yeah, but it's like the pastor was saying in the sermon the other day. When you get a name that really tears you down, you can at least be sure that it wasn't from God because God doesn't do that. Yeah, so I guess we as Christians don't need to be giving out names like that either. (laughs) That's for sure. But... That actually reminds me of something else we found. 
Well, what's that? Not only do people have amazing names in scripture, but God also has a bunch of cool names too. Really? Yeah. So you mean if our names are about who we are, then God's names tell about who he is. Exactly. And so there are tons of them. Let's see. There's the creator, the redeemer, the one who hears, the one who keeps promises. And I guess all the symbolic ones too. Like mm-hmm. good shepherd, mother hen, counselor, bread of life, water of life, father, son, Holy Spirit, not names that tell us only what to call God, but they also tell us who God is. Yeah. And of course, the most famous one of all. Which is? Well, it's right here. Let's see. 1 John 4, 7 and 8. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. Oh, wow. So then the text is basically saying that God's name is love. It's not just a label. It is who God is and how we know him and that we're born of him. Exactly. In fact, Paul says in 1 Corinthians 13 that love is the greatest of names we could ever give or receive. Nothing is more important. Which actually brings something else to my mind. Well, what's that? Well, if that is true, and if that's the most important of God's names, then when the commandment says you shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain, it's not just swearing or something like that it's talking about. Oh, okay, I think I get it. Yeah. So taking God's name in vain means giving others the impression that God's not all about love. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then, so when God tells us to go and baptize people in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, I wonder if what they're saying Hmm. is... uh, There you are, we were just coming to get you. Hey, Jordan. It's Jaden. Oh, well, (laughs) actually, I was saying hi to Jordan, but hi to you also, Jaden. It's a long story. Okay. Yeah, but the name we need to be worrying about right now is Caleb. Well, is something wrong? I'll say. You could say Caleb sort of had an encounter with a badly wrapped burrito and a whole bunch of taco sauce. (laughs) Yeah, you should see him. It's like he was immersed in a bathtub of taco sauce and burrito filling. No way. (laughs) Yeah, like it's... Clothes are completely, totally stained all the way through. <laughs> yeah, we need to get him home so he can get cleaned up. <laughs> well, as funny as that sounds, we'll be over right away to help. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> oh, what a mess. Amalia, that's it. What a great mess. Ooh, wait. Wait, what? Okay, Caleb and the taco sauce. It's just like Jordan said. He was so immersed in it that it completely changed all of his clothes. (laughs) Well, he is going to have to change all of his clothes. No, think about it this way. Remember in Bible class when we were learning about the Greek word for immersing something? Like taking a cloth and dipping it in dye until it completely changed to the whole same color? Yeah, baptizo, Mm -hmm. the word we get baptized from. Exactly. So what is it exactly that we baptize people in? Well, 
water, but root beer floats would be a great idea. I think we should start implementing that personally. <laughs> Funny, but that's not, that's not really what I was talking about, though. Oh. What, what do the words of the text actually say? Well, let's see. It's in Matthew, and it says, baptize them in the... Oh! Do you get it now? I get you, I get you. All right. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And what's the best name for Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Love. Not root beer floats, but love. Yeah, exactly. So then, when Jesus tells us to go and baptize people in the name of God, which is love, he's telling us to soak them so much in love that it gets into and stains everything that they have. Wow. So that's just a part of what baptism is about. Mm-hmm. The new life that comes from being immersed in the name or love of God yeah. and living a changed life because of it. Yeah, and so doing anything in God's name really is just all about being so soaked in who Jesus is that when other people see us, they also see him. Yeah, knowing who, that we are his by the way we treat others. Exactly. Like Jesus was saying. This is how others will know that we are his disciples. Yeah. If we treat others like he loves us. Yeah. And um. not taking God's name in vain. Exactly. Wow. You know, there's a lot as to what's in a name. Yeah. The names God gives us and the names he helps us get rid of. And the names we give to God and the names we shouldn't give to him. Yeah. Living our lives in God's name. Yeah. Wow, there's a lot to think about here and to be thankful for. I'll say. Loving God, loving people. And maybe one of the loving things we can do right now is go give Caleb a hand. That's true. And besides, I'm starving. Yeah, I'm really craving string cheese right now. heads for prayer. Our Father in heaven, we pray that your name will always be kept holy. We pray that your kingdom will come. We pray that you will will want to be done here on earth as, as it is in heaven. Give us the food we need for each day. Thank you that we have a church for us to worship you. And thank you for pathfinders. Amen.